Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Innovative Builder Podcast, where we foster discussion and education for the next generation of construction workers and home building professionals. I'm your host, Max Abun with JNRS. Today, we get the privilege of sitting down with one of our very own in-house designers. Her name is Bridget Erickson, and she joined our team a few months back and has been getting acclimated to her new role and helping us get ready to open up our new kitchen and bath design showroom here in West Duluth. It was fun to sit down with Bridget, hear about how her first few months have been, what she's learning, and what she's excited about as she takes on this new role and helps get the showroom off the ground. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoy the conversation. All right, our new studio setup. This is the first time we've used this new and fancy. We got the microphones hanging, the lights shining. So congratulations, Bridget. You are the first the breaking in this studio set. So Thanks. Yeah, you guys don't mess around. Pressure's on. Not really. All right, good all. to hear. <laughs> so how's how's the first few months been? How are you how are you holding up? Tell me about the the experience so far and learning the ropes as a designer, kitchen and bath designer. Yeah, um, I've really been enjoying my time here so far. It's been about two months since I joined. Um, I think the number one thing that has stood out to be about this team is just how supportive everyone is. Um, learning new systems in a new company, is there's always a little bit of a learning curve. Um, but everyone makes it just so enjoyable to come to work every day. Um, and I think that's the thing I... One of the things I love the most um, about working for JNR. Um, and then the other part would be the design itself. Um, I, I, I do love digging into projects with clients and, you know, really getting to know them and walking around their current spaces and seeing, you know, what's not working with, you know, their current flow or their space and kind of, you know, coming up with solutions and um, ways to make it more beautiful and more functional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've, yeah. been, you've been using the 2020 design software? Right? Yep. So we'll design um, most of our kitchens and our bathrooms in uh, our software, 2020 design software, yep. um, which we can um, sync up with our cabinetry lines, um, and that will automatically um, translate, you know, yep. cabinet for cabinet. Um, so it's a very accurate rendering. And then we also use SketchUp for... Um, exterior concepts um, we can build you know custom benches or um, other custom pieces in that and then import it into 2020 so we yeah. use we use both of them right now mm -hmm. yeah no it's been amazing to see yeah just uh your growth in such a short period of time and just how quickly you've sort of gotten the the hang of things and it's like you know the first the we noticed you early on and um what i noticed was your creativity you know i saw your photography and I know you were you were a creative person. Um, do you feel like that's something that skill set is being utilized and sort of integrated into the work you're doing here? My in photography a, in a real way, no, just like the creative tendencies. You know, like um, obviously, you know um, what you're doing. Create you're creating bathrooms and kitchens and yeah. spaces. Yeah. So there, there's got to be a creative element. Is that do you feel like that's a lot of that? Is that feeding that creative instinct in you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think what being a photographer has taught me is just to notice things. Mm. Um, and even when I don't have a camera to my eye, I'm noticing wherever I'm at, the way um, light is striking a space, 
Um, I noticed different colors and textures, um, a lot more, a lot more in detail than I ever did before I began mm -hmm. photography. And I think that it translates so well into creating a space because you have to be attentive to so many details. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I love just surrounding myself with, um, objects, people, mm -hmm. you know, books, um, other art forms that are inspiring to me. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of continually surrounding myself with things yeah. that are beautiful um, in the hopes that it would, you know, pay off in the long run here yeah. too when I'm designing other people's spaces, um, kind of just constantly learning. Yeah. No, that's cool mm -hmm. that you said about seeing things. I think that's such a good way to put it is like um, whether it's photography or, you know, design or whatever art form, you know, whatever art it is mm -hmm. you're Pursuing. participating, there's like a certain level of like vision that it takes um in order to get where you need to go and mm -hmm. so it's really cool to hear that 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 sort of skill set or that attribute is being utilized in the work you're doing now and, mm -hmm. and you mentioned light i've heard you mention that before like we were just talking about the blog post we put out about yeah different ways you can improve your bathroom and you mentioned as light like natural light being you think it's the most important, right? Light is the number one thing I notice whenever I come into a space. Um, I'm a very directionally oriented person, so I, mm -hmm. I'm I'm always thinking about what what direction is the sun going to come into the space in the morning mm -hmm. um, or in the evening? Um, does it have any natural light coming into it? You know, maybe there's a tree or another building blocking something, mm -hmm. and that that to me just changes the space so much because light brings so much liveliness into a space. Yeah. Um, especially natural light, but, you know, um, with other light fixtures that you can yeah. add to a room as well. Yeah. Um, but it, it does so much to the mood of the space. And I really think it's probably like probably the number one thing yeah. that, um, could transform a space. Well, when you said that, yeah, yeah it, like it did strike me cause I had, it, it wasn't something I'd thought about before, but like, I've always known like, yeah, I love in a bathroom or kitchen or house when there's natural light, like it's mm -hmm. always the thing I noticed first it's always something that like for me is like a deal breaker. Like I, and at the end of the day, I think if I could build a whole home out of windows, I probably would, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. especially in Duluth where like the nature is so beautiful. And really that's part of what it is. Is like, it's the way that we connect the inside to With the, the outside. outside. Yeah. You know? The two can't be separate. No. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, especially in a place like Duluth where the the scenery is just so beautiful. It's like, you'd want to be connected in some kind of way. Yeah. It was like the, when we, walk through the um the bathroom remodel over in lakeside that we just finished up mm -hmm. that was one of the things that actually struck me the most it was like beautiful vanity beautiful cabinets beautiful shower mm -hmm. in the tile yeah but without the light pouring in like that stuff almost you know it changes it's like, the space entirely it, yeah. it changes it and it's like mm -hmm. it it doesn't bring out the potential that it can have and and even just like noticing through the window the claire story window that they had I kind of mm -hmm. sliver mm -hmm. the window across the top. I could see a branch. Like yeah. I could see like a tree branch. It kind of becomes its own art piece. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I can see and connect with that that nature environment. Yeah. Know? I think I've noticed in my own life too, especially just how I how the way I feel in a space changes, you know, during different times of the day when the lighting mm -hmm. is different. And I know I'm I'm a, I may be hyper aware of it now because um I think about it more since I'm in design and photography, but I find that you know, helping, helping people to notice that as a designer is yeah. something that I can bring to the table because yeah. 
we don't always, you know, think of those things. It's maybe more something subconscious. Right. But then once we are more aware of it and we think of it more, we mm-hmm. realize that it does change the way that we feel in a space. Yeah. Um, and if you're in a space long term, like your home, it makes a huge difference. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, for people listening or watching, tell them a little bit about your story and how you got here and just your your background and how you found yourself at JNRS. At JNRS? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I definitely didn't take the traditional route um, to become a designer. Um, but I kind of always knew from a young age that I would get to some place like this. I just didn't know how or when. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a passion that I've had for a really long time. And um, I'm kind of the type of person who, you know, tries to stay awake to the opportunities that are presenting themselves mm-hmm. in my life and then kind of taking a chance on the, at them. Um, so my background is I, I actually have a business degree, um, business and entrepreneurship um, from a liberal arts college mm-hmm. in Minnesota, St. Ben, St. John's. Um, and so I have that kind of business foundation now. Um, and I find it really interesting, but it's not necessarily my number one passion. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was in college, I worked in a wood shop for two years on campus and we built the furniture that would be used for the university. Um, and so that was one way that I could really pursue kind of my creative passion for the spaces we inhabit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just found it really unique that we built the furniture that people would, you know, built the beds that people would sleep on in the dorms or the desks that they would use to do their homework. Mm-hmm. And you could walk into any room on campus and there was a piece of furniture from our wood shop. Um, and so that was a really, really formative experience for yeah. me in a way for me to kind of pursue um, my personal interests. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I did that and I would, you know, fix up and restore furniture on my old, in my own time. That was another passion of mine. Um, I think that's a good sign of like a passion worth pursuing is when you do it in in your downtime. Yeah. Or when you find yourself doing it and no one's paying you or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just something you by default sort of are drawn, drawn to do to and kind of need to do. Um, so that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, and I'm always motivated by a good deal too. So there's that. But um, so that's, those are a couple of things I would do. And then after I graduated, I... Um, Worked for a nonprofit up here in Duluth that worked to restore historic buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of got my first little tastes of structural um, structural work um, hands-on in that in that space. Um, so that's kind of kind of the background um, yeah. related to design, but then I also spent some time um, in marketing and doing some photography, some copywriting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a, whole, a whole bunch of things related yeah. to marketing um, before um, I stumbled upon JNRS. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you did yeah. the marketing thing that which wasn't quite working out. It wasn't quite as, you know, um, it wasn't a long-term solution. And yeah, it was kind of a way for me to apply. A, a career in marketing, I saw, was a way for me to apply my degree in mm-hmm. a practical way. Um kind of while I figured out what I wanted to do long-term. I find marketing extremely fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think long-term, I I did see myself in design and um, I saw the passion. I felt that the passion I had for design would fuel me in the long-term, which is why I was so glad when this opportunity came up. So you kind of had a sense you might be in a 
a vocation or a career where you were making, you were creating, designing in some form. But did you think ever think kitchen and bath designer? Like, was that even something that title or that type of work on your radar um, when you were going through school or before you came across JNRS? Kitchen and bath specifically, no. I mm-hmm. just knew I loved interiors, and I, I think I'm just most passionate about. Um, the way that interior spaces help reflect who people are, mm-hmm. how they're kind of an, I like to say they're kind of an external representation of who we are internally. Yep. Um, and I just find a lot of joy in creating spaces that, you know, help us represent who we are, yep. help us share who we are, and that really serve people's specific lifestyles because i think when we feel the most ourselves in a space we're the Mm -hmm. best version of ourselves Mm -hmm. um and that's why i love design is because i think we will live more fully and more like ourselves when we're in a space that we love yeah Mm -hmm. it's interesting thinking what i reflect on when you say that is that um i i believe that but i don't think people prioritize it like i don't think people think that they deserve it Hmm. And maybe it's partly that, but maybe it's also too that it's like out of reach. Like it's a luxury, like that I would be able to create a space, you know, that um, caters to who I am, that it's mm-hmm. designed or built around like yeah my personality. Maybe some people just haven't ever thought about that, but it's like, I wish that for myself yeah. and I wish that for other people. And, and I think it's possible, like the more I've been around the build and design industry and seen you know learned and seen how it works like i think people kind of have in their mind either you're just going to have you know uh a regular old home or you have your dream home Mm -hmm. and that there's like nothing in between yeah you know it's like not everybody's gonna be able to have a dream home quote unquote you know um but i think everybody can have a better home and i think that there are ways um, whether it's small DIY projects around the house or whether it's remodeling or renovating mm-hmm. or building a new home, like there are ways to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um, you know, I'm a renter right now, so I don't have the, the, the capacity to, you know, move walls or change things structurally, mm-hmm. structurally, or even paint or mm-hmm. change the flooring. So the way I do that is through furniture, you know, and through, mm-hmm. um, I change things up seasonally. Um, yep. and I'm always kind of on the lookout for, you know, items that speak to me. Right. And I think that's a really cost-effective way people can, you know, change their home. Right. Um, of course, here we're, we are more in the structural business mm-hmm. um, in, you know, changing things more permanently. But um, they're, they're definitely, it doesn't have to be either or, like you're saying. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, we absolutely all probably aspire to um, make the changes that we maybe don't have the money for right. um, in some cases. But um I don't think we should underestimate the small changes um, and how small things can actually, you know, change the space. Right. Mm -hmm. Or even, or even you keep the, you know, the furniture that you have, but you switch out the layout Mm -hmm. of it. You know, even things like that can affect the flow of your house and the way you use your space so differently. Is there anything um, sort of in your first couple months here that you come across that surprised you or been a shift in perspective Mm -hmm. when it comes to, I mean, I'm sure you're learning a ton, like a ton of new stuff. But is there anything that was like, that's kind of stuck out to you that's really been sort of an insight or a learning experience? Hmm. Just about design in general or spaces or... Yeah, I think um, 
you know, working alongside people who have so much experience, you do, you do learn, um, so much. And I think when I work alongside Heidi, she's our other Mm -hmm. kitchen and bath designer. Um, she is able to share with me so many kind of tips about the little parts of kitchen design and construction that I never would have thought about, Mm -hmm. even when it comes to allowing enough space, um, between, you know, your refrigerator panels, um, or fillers and the next cabinet so that your fridge can swing open. Like that makes a huge difference. You don't think about it, but maybe until you are starting to think about the construction of your kitchen or someone else's kitchen more. Mm -hmm. But if you can't open up your fridge all the way, that affects the way you use your space entirely. So even little things like that, um, little tips and tricks that help me understand really how to get it, get the layout perfect is really what's Mm going to make things flow seamlessly for people. And I think if you have a well-designed kitchen, you're never going to think about those things that are underperforming or not, you know, doors that aren't opening well because there's, it's going to work flawlessly and you won't notice anything. So that's kind of the goal is to kind of, you know, perfect that layout for each specific kitchen so that yeah. Those flaws are never seen. Right. Yeah. Or experienced. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like, uh, the, sometimes it's the, um, yeah, the things you don't notice that, that are the most, most important yeah. things, the things that no one's ever going to say like, Oh, great job on that. And mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, just another reason why it's so vital to have people who know what they're doing, you yeah. know, to, to design your space. And, mm-hmm. and um, I think too, good design doesn't mean it's extravagant. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I really value um, and appreciate about um, this company is that everyone here is so practical mm-hmm. and they know that it doesn't have to, you know, you don't have to have something that's sparkling and shiny or super expensive mm-hmm. for it to be nice, high quality, right. you know, lasting yep. and, you know, something that's going to function well for you. Like right. it doesn't have to be this, you know, you're, you don't have to have your hundred thousand dollar kitchen for yep. it to be a well-designed kitchen. Right. Um, and I think that is just so practical for most people. Yep. Um, and so I think that's something this company values a lot and it's something I value too is yep. um, having practicality and good design be accessible to mm-hmm. everyone. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be flashy. Yeah, and, and I think it does in a sense too, like um, you kind of get uh, thrown in with that like because it's based around practicality and... Yeah kind of more of a minimal modern approach it i think it uh, looks better oftentimes <laughs> like i don't know like wait like i like mm-hmm. that look i yeah. like when there's it's clean and you don't get mm-hmm. in the way you know like um the space sort of speaks for itself you know through the the structural design of it rather than trying to coat it with like whatever you know um mm-hmm. i mean obviously certainly we there's still, a place for uh, right there's a place for style um, and flash mm-hmm. and whatever yeah. but like um, I think the people like what we value and I think what the people we work with tend to value is that sort of minimal Scandinavian clean, yeah, just simple design that mm-hmm. is beautiful at the yeah. end of the day, just because it's simple doesn't mean it can't be beautiful. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Is that Absolutely. something that for you, like, do you think that's, um, you know, for as far as like your style and for you personally, does that, I don't think I could, I don't think you could put a pinpoint on what I, my, my personal style necessarily. Yeah. Um, and I think, do you feel like I'm you not, get to exercise that personal style in, I the, mean, in the midst of what you're doing too? Or is that like not as important for you? What's most important for me is creating a space 
that the customer is going to love. It's not right. necessarily about my style. Right. Um, and I want to be, a, I, it's my hope that my style is adaptable enough to create spaces that are exactly right. what people are looking for. And maybe I'll be able to suggest things in certain projects yeah. that are surprising, um, but fit really well with what a customer is liking yeah. or, you know, looking for or their personal style or taste. And that's great. Um, but I'm, I'm more hoping to just on a case by case basis, get to know the customer, mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily lead with a trend or a style or a preconceived notion of what should go yeah. in somebody's kitchen. You I, want to impose your I, will on I'm, things. I'm more interested much. in asking questions and getting yeah. to know people and yeah. um, making something different and unique to each person yeah. who comes through. That's that's good. I think it's the right way to go about it. And uh, I know for me as a creative person, you know, yeah. um, and doing doing, there's this there's this balance between. Um, especially if you feel like you're expressing some sort of artistic kind of uh, abilities in what you're doing, mm -hmm. like the ego can get in the way yeah. and it can become about my skills and my sensibilities and, yeah. you know, my style where, mm -hmm. whereas when you're working with clients, like, it's like, well, you can go create your thing. Like you can go design your house or, you know, like, mm -hmm. create, you know, go whatever, like, when you're working for a client, you're working for them, you know? Yep. And, mm -hmm. and what like, I can bring to the table, you know, for a client is, you know, not knowledge about the pro products yeah. that we offer and um, listen to what they have to say about how they're going to use their space yep. and um, provide suggestions based on that. Mm -hmm. um, and style can go along with that. Um, yep. But it's also about the function too. Mm -hmm. What are you working on right now? What kind of projects you got going? Um, right now, uh, right before this, I was meeting with a client who's, um, looking to remodel their kitchen mm -hmm. and then add a little bit of an entryway mud room to, um, to the exterior of their house off of that. And then also, uh, um, they're looking to create an outdoor living space with a, a pergola, mm -hmm. um, and a patio. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, yeah. I'm really enjoying, enjoying that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, are you excited for the showroom to be opened up? And I'm excited to have people coming in here every day yeah. and um, for there to be um, energy and a buzz around what we're doing. And um, I think whenever anyone is thinking about, you know, the, their personal space mm -hmm. um, and dreaming of what it could be, I think there's always excitement there. And I, I feel that when my clients come in and when I meet with them. And I think we're definitely going to feel that when, you know, people you know, current clients or prospective clients or community members, anyone yep. just comes through and sees what we're doing. Yep. Um, I think um, we're going to have a lot of fun having yeah. people come through here. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be such a game changer to be able to like, I mean, we've been designing for years and, you know, mm -hmm. designing homes and designing spaces. And, um, and it's almost like this other element that hasn't even been there. Like we've been doing great without it, but now having this like, this sort of this place where people can come and you can show them materials and you can look at displays and, mm -hmm. you know, look at bathrooms and kitchen displays and mm -hmm. get inspired and touch products and kind of go through that on the front end. Like, I feel like this is going to make such a difference. Yeah. You, you see know? what's possible, certainly. And I think we've done a good job of showcasing 
different products with different styles, um, colors, finishes, all of that. So people can, you know, maybe better visualize it in their yeah. own home. Yeah. Um, and absolutely. I think, I mean, how can you not get excited when you walk through that space? Right. right. Um, so I think we'll definitely see a lot of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. What, um, you mentioned the, I kind of talked about JNRS earlier and just kind of like that you're enjoying being, working with the company and the people. What, yeah. What stood out to you so far in just like um, the culture here and kind of the uh, just the overall uh, values of of the company and the workplace environment? What has that uh, been? I mean, you're pretty early in your career yet, so you don't yeah. have a lot of experience in workplaces. But what's what's been good about that? What's what have you enjoyed about working here at JNRS with the people and the culture? I think there's such an openness um, that is so attractive. Um, you know, as we're starting this new venture, we're opening up the showroom. It's kind of an op. I know you describe it this way a lot of times, like we're an established company on one hand because we've been builders for many, many years, but at the same time, we're also a startup. I think that startup side of things with the showroom is really exciting because there's a lot of opportunity to try out our internal processes and figure out what's working well and what's not. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy, this is kind of my business side coming out, Um, figuring out what's most efficient and like how we can best serve our customer in these processes. And I think there's so much openness um, amongst our team to really be honest about how things are working. Mm -hmm. Like how could we improve things? And I think everyone really values the voices of one another. And it's been really, really incredible to be able to contribute my opinions and then see them take you know, be seen them being, you know, considered and taken well. And then sometimes yeah. seeing my ideas become something that we implement in our processes. Um, and I think it's a, it's a testament to the culture here because um, you, you just, they just value everyone yep. and they're not so yep. set in their ways that they're humble enough to accept yep. the ideas of everyone and accept change yeah. for the betterment um, of our clients. And so we can help people. Yeah, I think it's spot on. I think I totally mm-hmm. agree. It's um, something I've noticed is, you know, other companies I've worked for, um, for whatever reason, when you have ideas or when you um, bring new ways of thinking about things or doing things to the table, it seems to get sort of uh, pushed down or, you know, uh, it seems to be almost like a, a threat, you know, mm-hmm. come up as like a threat or like why, you know. Why are you sort of speaking out of turn, yeah. you know, like when it's just like, Hey, I just see a better way to do this. And like, and I think here that it's, it's a, it's almost like for me, like I, I was surprised by it. Cause I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You're actually gonna, I just, I was just throwing that as an idea. Are you sure you actually want to do Go that? Forward like, with it. Yeah. Wow. Like I better be careful what I say because like, you know, um, there's just an, like you said, an openness and a humility and a leadership here and ownership mm-hmm. that, um, you know, everybody has a voice and, if there's a better way to do things, they're going to consider it and we're going to try to implement that and integrate yeah. it. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's, I think we're already seeing that pay off in a lot of different ways. And it's exciting to be a part of that with yeah. other people who value that. You Absolutely. Know? So, well, cool, Bridget. I appreciate you coming in to chat and kind of catch us up on how things are going. Yeah. Can't wait you. to see you over the next year as you continue to just thrive in this role and just how, you know, your growth and 
the yeah. projects that you work on and That's see those come to life, you know. So <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll thanks for having me on, in. and uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing more of each other. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of the Innovative Builder Podcast. Thank you to Bridget for joining us. That was a wonderful conversation. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll have to have her back on the show down the road here to see how things are going once the showroom's open and things are really rolling. So tune in next time. You know where to find us, the Innovative Builder Podcast by JNRS Build and JNRS Finish Showroom here in Duluth, Minnesota. You can visit us online at jrsduluth.com or you can follow us on social media at jrs.build and at jrs.finish on Instagram. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.